Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson. Episode 4, Patricia Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Artist Proof. I'm your host, Adrian Johnson. I just got done with a great conversation with Oregon-based illustrator Patricia Smith, and um, definitely want to share that with you guys. Um, This episode is produced by Inazma Studios, LLC. Uh, Inazma Studios is my personal studio where I produce commercial art uh, commissions, as well as my own fine art projects and my creator-owned works. You can find me online at anazmastudios.com. That's anazma, I-N-A-Z-U-M-A, studios, all one word, dot com. You can also find me on various social media outlets online, uh, such as Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. So definitely check out my site and Follow, if you're so inclined, any of these social media outlets. Again, you can find me online at anazmastudios.com. Getting into the conversation today uh, with a friend, uh, Patricia Smith. Um, as I mentioned, she is based out of Oregon, and uh, she is a illustrator uh, that I've been following for quite some time. Um, I actually um, came to know um, her through another podcast that I co-host called Sidebar, as some of you may know. Uh, But if you don't, uh, you can actually find uh, Patricia online at um, studiosmugbug.com. That's studiosmugbug.com. Smugbug is S-M-U-G-B-U-G.com. Check her out. Uh, She has some really cool paintings. she, uh, her passions are <clears throat> definitely, you know, horror movies, action movies, but also great figure drawings, um, pinups, you know, real nature-based stuff. Uh, she loves animals, and that all really shows in her work, um, and sci-fi as well. Um, definitely make sure to check her out, check her and her work out, and um, <clears throat> we had, I had her on today, uh, just in regards to wanting to speak with her. Um, in terms of uh, being a freelance illustrator, uh, in particular, a stay-at-home freelance illustrator, and she's relatively new um, to the industry um, in terms of, you know, having founded, you know, Studio Smug Bug. Um, She said uh, during the interview, if I recall uh, correctly, about two years ago, where she incorporated um, her studio as its own entity and started taking uh, freelance assignments. And I thought she would be an interesting choice um, for the show um, because I'm definitely uh, uh, keen on getting information out to um, those of us, myself included, um, who are looking to be freelancers, but also I want the pragmatism of the day-to-day, you know, goings-on 
of a freelancer to be represented as well so that, you know, we all know exactly, you know, what we're getting into um, in pursuit of this particular type of career. And uh, she definitely, you know, expounded on a number of things, uh, such as, you know, working outside of your comfort zone uh, in terms of your strengths. Um, sometimes there might not be assignments that will be readily available that cater to whatever your particular strengths are. Um, but as an illustrator, you do have to illustrate other things. And oftentimes you have to create your markets in order to garner those particular types of jobs. So we speak on that. Um, in addition to um, just getting yourself out there, uh, finding a mentor or someone who is um, more advanced than you uh, skill-wise to kind of ask questions of and to um, otherwise just be an encouragement rather than someone who would, you know, um, kind of take your spirit away um, just by being more advanced than you at that present time. Um, so definitely use that as encouragement and fuel uh, to get better at your craft. Uh, we also just speak about uh, just, you know, the social media uh, phenomenon, which really, as I mentioned, a couple of episodes ago with my, with my friend uh, Julian Lytle, um, it's definitely here to stay. And, it, and again, it's all in how you um, play the game, so to speak. And, you know, it's not really a game. I shouldn't use that terminology. But more how you use these outlets to your advantage um, to get more eyes upon your work, um, to monetize your work, and to just really create your own brand. Uh, we definitely speak on that. In addition to uh, monetizing your work, as I just mentioned, you know, and, you know, the surprising outlets that you can find, you know, given your legwork or, you know, advice from others uh, to do so. And then lastly, we do speak upon uh, digital painting, um, something that has definitely become the uh, preferred delivery option. And it's almost not even an option anymore um, to get, you know, completed work to clients, but also as a medium um, to just, you know, expound upon um, to just do your work in general. So we do talk about the pros and cons of digital uh, versus, you know, having originals. And, you know, um, and the reason I brought that up is that most of uh, Patricia's work is digital. And, and, and I love and I love her stuff a lot, you know, and I think she really does, you know, some really kick ass things. Uh, with digital painting. Um, so, yeah, definitely take a listen to this conversation. Um, I think it's a fun um, talk. You know, it, it shoots by like a bullet. And, and there's some, you know, good tips uh, for those of you taking note. So let's get to it. This is Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson, Episode 4, and my talk with Patricia Smith from Studio Smugbug. Welcome back to another episode of Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson. And my special guest today uh, hails out of Oregon. She is a freelance illustrator and an incredible illustrator at that. It's Miss Patricia Smith. How you doing? <laughs> hey, you know, I, I try to roll out the red carpet for everybody, you know, red carpet treatment. <laughs> Ah, no problem, no problem. Cool. How, how's everything going today? 
goes really well. Yeah, I just uh, hopefully just completed one project because mm. was today, and then um, I just picked up um, two more. So. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the middle of finishing another one. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dust is the freelancer's life, which is exactly why you're here today. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You're you're a perfect character witness. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but as I'm intimating, yeah, definitely one of the things. Um, that I wanted to invite you on to speak on is that you are a uh, full-time freelance illustrator. And I know a lot of people out there, myself included, you know, are budding freelancers ourselves. And while we may all know, you know, of other friends or um, associates or whomever, you know, that do freelance and whatnot, you know, I think it would help, especially like um, younger listeners or, you know, um, people that are actually in you know art school looking to do this full time. Just get a sense of, you know, what it takes to be a full time uh, stay at home illustrator. And then also what goes into, you know, um, finding, you know, um, new new avenues to, you know, get your work out there and to also find new clients outside of like a comfort zone of what you normally may be, you know, for lack of a better term, like known for, or what may be like your, um, your, your, your biggest strength. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to get you on for that and much more, you know, <laughs> all right. I guess the, <laughs> I, I got the first question for you is um, how long have you been freelance in terms of being able to, um, be full-time well I, i've been doing it um full-time just a short while it, this is my second year oh okay yeah my first uh my first gig was with uh that sasquatch game studio the primeval fool um the just you know early last year before last uh year before last that's right and, yeah and then after that then i you know picked up uh, a, a second uh, role-playing game and then and then things have just been you know happening since you know I've been just dabbling with side projects since I think 2008 okay so yeah but I you know I still was working part-time and, and when I and then and then it also helps that my my um, my partner he you know he works he's a chef so he you know he, he also works full-time so um, I'd, I'd say that that's been uh, really helpful. And he's, he's been really encouraging uh, on me in, in, in doing this, you know, moving forward with this. Mm -hmm. But, um, and, uh, but yeah, so I've just been dabbling uh, since 08 and, uh, you know, just been doing um, a lot of local um, gigs. So I've been um, doing, I still do work for the, the, the brewery that's here, the local brewery. Yeah. And, and that's you know one of the projects that I just picked up today, and then um, and then uh, uh, and that's been really helpful is is um, getting local jobs, um, and uh, that that really helps with um, that, that really helped me, you know, start to pursue more uh, fantasy freelance or freelance fantasy work, mm -hmm. and uh, you know with um, the the uh, you know for you know. Uh, more uh, larger markets and and what and whatnot so uh, 
I basically say I start small, you know, and, and just start just working my way up the ladder. And, and that's what I'm still doing. You know, I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just grabbing work where, you know, just, you know, be the helpful of some really great friends in the mm -hmm. business. And, um, and then, um, and then, uh, continue to work with previous, you know, clients. So, um, you know, return clients. So it's just, I'm just, you know, still climbing up the ladder and, and that's what it's all about, you know? And then in the meantime, just making sure that I start, you know, I, I maintain my personal work and, and, uh, do, do stuff that, that, you know, per, per interests me. And, um, so I, it's just all about practice, I guess, you know? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And, you know, and that, that was one of the things that I wanted to touch on as far as like, you know, freelancers go is that <clears throat> um, I think a lot of the time the perception is, you know, as illustrators or anyone looking to get into a certain trade, you know, we all have our strengths, you know, what we're, you know, really great at that we would prefer to have all of our jobs be, you know what I mean? But if you're an illustrator, then you will be called upon to do, you know, all types of work, you know, um, like, like for instance, you were mentioning about the um, brewery, uh, work. I know that you had, um, showed, you showed online, um, earlier this year, or maybe a couple months ago, you had did some work on, um, there's some wine bottles, um, and, uh, the sticker work for them, the label work for that. Um, now how, how did you come into that, you know, as opposed to, um, I guess more of the um, sci-fi or genre work that that you that that's one of your strengths, but you know you you found work doing stuff with a brewery as well. Well, um, the, the 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 people that contacted me uh, about that about the wine labels, they uh, they are uh, they basically everybody here in this town, this area, they. It, within the, the industry, like the restaurant, in the wine and the beer, you know, and, the, and brewery and distillery and whatnot, they everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And it helps that you know, Co, my my partner is being a chef, he's a primary part of that industry. Mm -hmm. So uh, this this guy walked in and and Co knew him and and um, and he just said, you know, I really, you know, I need, I, you know, I, I want to start making my own uh, you know make my own line and I, and then I need, need to create labels and da 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 and, and people say, well, you know well um, my, my girlfriend is the you know label artist for you know, for, you know block 15 and he goes oh wow I didn't know that and so because of block, because of this brewery everybody else knows who I am but they mm. you know or they, they uh, it's really weird because they, they they know who I am because of uh, you know the, re the industry and, and because of Pro is, but um, they don't know that what I do is is, is artwork. <laughs> right. You know, and then when they find out, they go, "Oh my God, I love you know, I love th this label that you did, or I love this artwork." And so that he was doing the same thing. So we just basically, um, and, you know, he emailed me, and and then there we, we just started working on it. And it, it took about it took a year and a half because it, it started out as being this you know everybody come you know everybody start, has these glorious ideas of what they really of what they want for their labels yeah and uh and for the artwork and they it's it's all you know it's all these all these all wonderful little details and stuff and he wanted to be kind of steampunkish and da 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 and and then back of my head I was like you know it's just not going to work because you know I what I do is like what I do is I literally spend 
and of course, being a beer and wine drinker, I don't mind doing this, but I literally spent a lot of time looking at labels. Yeah. <laughs> I go stop for beer and wine, and I do, and it's, it's, just, it's, it's, a real, it's really a, a, a nice process, but um, I, it's, it's, it can be time consuming, because I spend a lot of time, and I spend a lot of time doing this online, too, but, and I just knew that some of the best labels have been, yeah, they've been really, you know, well, it's, it's just, just all these different labels, especially now when everybody and their dog can can make make uh, wine, mm-hmm. and um, but I just knew that it'd be just simple is better, uh, and with punches of color and and, and whatnot. So uh, especially with type the color of bottle they want to do, but, but yeah. So it took it took a, a year and a half to whittle down the eventual label design, which was just the the grapevine and and whatnot, but. Um, but it was a great process. It's really cool. It's not um, pa- creating packaging art is actually fun. Mm. <laughs> it's a, especially for wine, beer and wine. It's it's a blast. Well, for the the beer that I do the work for, it's uh, wild ale. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's half beer, but it's uh, it's the type that's called wild ale. Yeah. And, and people will see it. Um, the 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 typical wild ale labels in the stores. Is typically um, it can be anywhere, any type of label. I mean, they go, it goes the this runs this rainbow of, of of various types of designs to really out there to really you know just it's very simple and whatnot. And we just knew that um, right right in the get go, our first meeting, we just knew what we wanted to create um, like a, an artistic elegance to it, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, and stories and create a story. So. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, we we set our first t- our first meeting on the, the beer labels, we really clicked on we on we knew exactly what we wanted to do. Okay. And, yeah, and so that's you know that's the thing that the why they why I love working with these guys is because um, they always send me little stories about how they came about coming about with this type of this type of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they tell me what, what all the ingredients are, and um, and then it's just up to me to um, tell the story and the art, mm-hmm. you know. So um, and it, that's why it's just been a lot of fun. Hmm. Now, now let me ask you this, uh, Patricia, with with the um, with the wine label and and even with the brewery label. Would that have been work that you would have sought out yourself? You know, like not necessarily it would it would have been like like your first choice. And like say if it wasn't like, you know, something where uh the client was wasn't as amenable and you know, like this stuff is right up your alley in terms of it being imaginative and you know, bringing a lot to you to really elicit, you know, some very artistic work from you. But, you know, uh, is is packaging art like like something that you would have chose or sought after you know as a freelancer yourself or I didn't you know the, the weirdest thing is is that um, um, I, I found out that they needed um, an artist because they, um, they 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 open up here in town they open up their brewery here in town in two in, in 2008 okay and and then within a matter of months they um, set out a call for an artist because they wanted to go into bottling and and um and i and i i literally spent a whole day and night um think you know just going back and forth about 
should I submit stuff? I mean, do, do I want to do this? Is it, I mean, is this something? And just everything was going through my head. It's like, oh, what if I fail? And mm. oh, God, there's no way my art's going to work. But then I knew, because I like to draw all these, uh, these big hair women. And I said, you know what? Those would be so cool on, on bottles of beer. Because I'm, I'm a chick and I love drinking beer. And I know lots of chicks who love drinking beer. <laughs> I love my big hair women, you know? And I know that, uh, and, and uh, when, I told, when I submitted the, I spent uh, an entire night, I just said, screw, I'm going to do this. And I, I mocked up, um, I, I did like four different label mock-ups based on um, like various pieces of artwork that I had done. And and just sent the, sent along them this email and just said, you know, this is why I think my artwork would be perfect for beer labels. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, it felt like about three weeks Three weeks later, I heard back, and by that time, I just thought, you know, there's no, they picked somebody else, you know, because there's no way, you know, I just, I, I knew it, my artwork is, you know, didn't, uh, wouldn't have worked, and then I, and then I got the phone call, and uh, we, and the thing is, they, they knew me because of Co, mm-hmm. but uh, they didn't, again, they didn't know I did this artwork, so when I, um, so they just said, why don't we come in for, uh, you know, a meeting, a sit down, and, and talk about, da 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 and and because we really like to work with you on this, and I was like, okay, cool, you know. So I came in, and they go, oh my god, it's you. <laughs> and, and, uh, and you know, so we sat down over beer, of course, and you know, scabbed about, you know, you know, they told me what they wanted. It's a, it's a, a, a couple, and uh, Nick and Kristen, and um, and then um, and we just went from there, and we've been doing work to do work for them ever since. And now we walk in the brewery, and, and my work is on the on their menu it's on the beer glasses i've done glass work for them wow and um various promotional artwork for them and um and now that now they're, they just opened up a tap room that's not too far from here from where we live and you walk in and my artwork is hanging everywhere in there too and um but but yeah i i never you know i never even you know and the, here's the thing i never even think about about it as being packaging art when I started doing work for them mm-hmm. and I was just doing, I was just creating these pieces for them and, uh, and working with their, their graphic designer um, on the, the layouts and whatnot. And I learned a lot about what it takes to create um, beer labels and it's crazy because <laughs> every label has to be approved by the government. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it could be anywhere from like a, uh, just a, a couple weeks mm-hmm. for that or or longer and because uh, we i did one for them and that um the beer has um has um honey in it yeah so i had a, i drew like i included um beer uh, beehives in the artwork mm-hmm. so they sent it in um to get approved and they didn't they didn't they said you know in the ingredients list they said beet or uh honey but then the government came back and said, well, you're going to have to say, what is in the honey? What? <laughs> so they had to be more specific about the honey. Because <laughs> they saw the icon, the, honey, the, beer, the beehives, and they went, oh, there's, so there's honey in this, too. So they looked on the label uh-huh. and the ingredients, and then they were like, well, we're going to have to know, well, I mean, what type of honey is it? You know, it's like, is there, is there lavender in the honey, or is it? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's really crazy, and um uh, so, uh, and and then it also depends on uh, what how their batch comes out because mm-hmm. they'll they'll have me uh, start working on uh, beer label art because I've done two 
um, two labels for them that I don't think they they had to use because they scrapped it. Um, and sometimes I'll just do the um, the artwork that's just going to be on for the tap and for the advertisement and, and for ads and, and whatnot, and for like coasters and stuff like that, but not for the not for the label. Ah, okay. Yeah, so, so it goes it goes everywhere, you know, when it comes to you know when you're doing work for a brewery. Mm. So I mean, so it's just it, but it really it it's been a huge learning process for me even to this day because of. Of, uh, I mean, I'm still learning. I'm learning about an entire industry from doing artwork for them. Yeah. So and, it's been really cool. And, and you know, you bring up a good point, Patricia. Just in terms of as an illustrator, especially freelance illustrator, um, a big part of the process is, and and I think um, a, a lot of people don't take this into account, is that there's a lot of um, self education that you have to do in terms of. Um, wanting to step into a new area, especially if it's something outside of your comfort zone. And then also it's a roll of the dice in terms of taking the chance and uh, creating something and sending it to, you know, this prospective, you know, client. And I think, you know, a lot of that, you know, is often missed by, you know, um, people who first get into, you know, illustration, you know, or, you know, who wants it as a career, just exactly how much of, how much invention you have to do in order to procure even, even, a, even a small job. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. And, and that's what I tell, um, cause I host a, a drinking draw here in town. Yeah. And so a lot of young, um, you know, a hobbyist, it's a mixture of, of, um, you know, creative types that come in and where it's really cool. And there's a couple of students that, you know, a few students, art students have come in. And the question from a lot of them is, is, um, you know, because they don't really think, here they are going to art school, but they don't really think that beyond art school that there is a career choice for them mm-hmm. in the arts. And they don't really think about, you know, taking these chances because they're, they're terrified. And I go, yeah, it is. And they go, well, it must be, you know, is it, it does it ever get easier? I go, no, it's always terrifying. You know, yeah. you're, you're, no matter what your, you know, what gig it is, no matter if it's a, another role playing game or a trading card or whatever, you're, you're, you're going to, it's, it's always going to be untested waters. And you're, you're always going to have to, uh, you know, do some research and you're just, you're just going to have to just, just understand that there's a, a learning curve to all this and you never stop learning. I mean, to the, I mean, you will never, ever, ever stop learning. <laughs> and, and it's, it's always an educational process. And, but yeah, you just, you're going to have to dip your toe in that water. I mean, you're just, you're just going to have to do it. And that's, that's if you want to do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm so glad that I, that, um, and I, you know, like, there, there are moments where, yeah, I mean, I'm, I still, I've only entered Spectrum uh, once, <laughs> and I, you know, and I haven't, I haven't taken the time to, to, uh, to, to do it again. <laughs> right. And because I'm terrified, and just like everybody else, it's you're always second guessing yourself, but that's okay because everything else I'm doing, because I, I still send out emails. To, to look for jobs and a lot of times yeah you don't hear back but the, the ones that I've been getting are the ones that um, I have been that I have been consistently sending out um, you know emails to them saying hey so you know here's some updates 
uh, and uh, these are some new pieces and I've updated my, my website, mm -hmm. so I had some new work um, and um, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, after four, three or two or three emails, you know, then I get, a, I get something back, you know, it's just, it's just the luck of the draw in some cases, but, but yeah, just got to take the chance. And, and I, you know, mentally, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, that whole night before I, I eventually just said, screw it, I'm going to do this uh, for the brewery. I um, sent out the artwork to them, those, that initial email, um, you know, it was worth it. You know, I just went and I just made sure that I had all my ducks in a row, even though I'd never done anything like this before. Yeah. It, it just, you know, I just said, uh, and I was honest about it. I just said, well, here's, you know, I honestly think that my artwork would be a perfect match for your brewery because here's why. Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and boom, it, and it's worked out since then. It may not have, you know, who knows, you know, but right. you, had it, you have to take the chance, you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and, and that's the thing too, um, a, a lot of people, well, in fact, I, I'll narrow it down, a lot of illustrators and, and creative people, they, I think sometimes have the perception that, you know, um, that art directors and so forth and um, business people you know, are really looking for this exact thing, whatever that is. Oh, I'll know it when I see it. When the reality is, no, they don't. So, <laughs> so a lot of it too is kind of like not just rolling the dice, but you almost have to, and in and, and some ways, overplay your hand. Like, look, here it is on a silver platter with a, <laughs> with you know, a silver platter served up with with this shiny sterling silver fork here and if they don't go for that then oh well but at least you put that best foot forward and possibly you could use that presentation you know for another prospective client you know yep yep and and there's you know and there's so many other things you can do too it's like you can still get the work you can still sit back and and or sit you know sit down and do personal work mm -hmm. and, um that's for you know these specific genres and and you can there's the you know you can still do was at the do stock art so you know there's a market for stock art so you can do fantasy and science fiction stock art so there's that there that's out there there too that that's um, another opportunity for, and and that's just you know so that's just to keep you know some form of, of money rolling in yeah you know and, and and it's not a whole lot but still it's something that that is out there and it keeps you busy and keeps you creative. Yeah, because you know, that's probably the worst thing is is um, you know like a lot of artists they'll, they'll post you know they post on Facebook like oh I'm just in a rut you know but and so you know, to to try to eliminate those ruts just stay you know try to find every possible way to to remain creative mm -hmm. and um, and that's by doing you know looking at you know going doing a beer label seeing if there is a brewery that's out there that's looking for an artist and submit some art you know just ask them you know there's a uh, there's a um, oh, a couple like distilleries that have a few distilleries that have opened up down here, and they're they're looking, you know, they're always looking for for uh, artists. Hmm. You know, so, yeah, so that's the thing. It's just there's you never know um, what's out there that's looking. And there's restaurants. You know, I did I've done like uh, logo design, uh, menu design, or artwork for for a couple of for a couple of restaurants down here. 
Yes. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's and 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 they like it kind of you know they they oh you do like this really strong fantasy work oh yeah we kind of want it kind of a fantasy vibe that'd be really kind of cool you know so yeah so there's like yeah there's not just fantasy you know industry type type work out there for illustrators I mean look locally and uh, you'll you'd probably be amazed at what you'll find. Yeah, and you know that that's something that I've come across myself recently, uh, Patricia, in you know getting um, or, or trying to garner uh, assignments um, is that you never know what is going to come across you know your desk, so to speak, or you know you go out and definitely work to uh, create those markets almost as much as you're creating the artwork itself. And, you know, that that's a good segue into another question I had, um, just in terms of your activity with uh, social media, um, because I see you every day on Facebook, like, without fail. And, and, you know, that's that's great. That's great. You know what I mean? And, you know, as I was researching your, your various outlets, you know, I think I mentioned to you before, uh, another reason why I want, definitely wanted to speak with you was that you, you do have a lot of uh, social media outlets and some of which, you know, people haven't quite adapted to yet. And, you know, other outlets as far as like getting your work just out there in, into different places, you know, like, like by my account, um, you're active on Facebook, obviously, but you're also on Etsy selling. You have a blog. You have the dot com website, and um, and uh, guys, it's uh, Studio Smugbug is the name of uh, Patricia's website. Um, definitely go check that out. Uh, but you also have uh, Pinterest, and you have a, a new social media site that I hadn't heard of except when you mentioned it when I saw it in passing in one of your Facebook posts. And there's one other artist, uh, John Picasso. Uh, he was mentioning this site, um, Ello. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was something, once I saw you uh, mention that, I was like, hmm, it got the gears turning. And then when I saw, like, John Picasso mentioned that, I was like, okay, I think I need to check this out. So I needed an extra nudge, <laughs> you know. But all, all of that is to say that, um, you know, as far as, like, social media goes, um, you're, you're definitely out there. Um, how, like, how has your experience with social media, you know, helped to um, – garner some attention or maybe put your work in front of eyes that may not have seen it otherwise or help you to uh, you know get gigs and whatnot well it's i know that there's a few illustrators that said that they get their the majority of their gigs through facebook uh-huh. and i don't think um i have uh, i think uh, i think of all the gigs i've gotten only two have been because they know they know me from facebook okay but um but um, especially the the one I just got, uh, mm-hmm. one of the ones I just got, uh, he um, through it was through my work um, with uh, Lee Moyer that uh, that's how he knows me, okay. and you know, via a, a Facebook way. But uh, I think it really helps, especially in the beginning, because um, I'm you know I'm pretty much still uh, I'm I'm really a newbie to all this still. So I think it really helps any type of uh, a new illustra- you know, freelance illustrator, um, part of their education um, as an illustrator is, is through social media because you get to interact with um, other artists. I always tell the, the, the art students that come to the Dream Pink Draws, 
always get to know um, no artists who are better than you. Yeah. Really admire. And Facebook has been incredibly helpful for that. And uh, it makes you kind of braver. <laughs> it's not really, I mean, because you, you, it really, it really makes, because you can see, I don't know, I mean, it's a really weird way to, to really get to know the temperament of, of various types of, of artists and whatnot. Definitely. But yeah, and um, and so that's been really helpful. Um, um, I like Pinterest because I can gather reference material um, and then share it. And then, as well as um, insp and other inspirational uh, or inspiration, um, inspirational artwork rather, mm -hmm. and share that too, and and get that you know gleam other materials from other artists and other people and whatnot. Um, so I love Pinterest and I love Instagram. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really really like Instagram because it's just it's so simple. And plus, that you can kill do the kill three birds with one stone on Instagram so you can post on Instagram, Twitter and, and Facebook all at the same time. Yeah. And it, and Tumblr if you want. Right. And and I've really kind of cut down on my on the blogging because um I think that um I think that um it's helpful to I think you actually need to really choose between if you're going to blog or if you're going to Facebook. Hmm. Now do you feel like that do you feel like blogging is kind of going extinct because I, I too had a blog up until about maybe a year and a half, two years ago, to the point where it was like, well, I mean, between Facebook and myself trying to adapt to these other, you know, outlets, is a blog still necessary? You know? Yeah, yeah, and and I think Tumblr's been has slowed down quite a bit, uh, and a, 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 and, a, and blogger has slowed down, or Blogspot has slowed down, and I and and I. And I think another thing, I think a lot of bloggers are going to YouTube. Ah, mm -hmm. So I think that's the next big, you know, spot. It's like the, these live streaming and these YouTube videos are, is the next arena that is um, gaining popularity and usage. And, and so I think that's the next step because I, and, and I think, uh, and it's sad because I, I know that Google plus is going to the wayside, mm. but, um, but, Yet Google Hangouts is huge. Everybody's, yeah, everybody's using Google Hangouts, and it's great because you know I live in a rural environment. So, um, I you know, plus typical of illustrators. I mean, we all work in our little caves by ourselves. You know, we're our little cave trolls. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, we work alone. You know, and, and that's what's so great about you know, like Google Hangouts and, and Skype. You know, and I think that's what I think that's what's happening. I think a lot of of uh, creatives are turning to these more, you know, face-to-face, -face, more personal ways of, of um, getting together and in, in, in um, discussing these 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 issues and whatnot. And I think that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's the next evolution. And um, so, whereas Facebook is still the king of of social media, and you know, and Twitter's still pretty popular. Yeah. But, um, and it's just, it's really, but that's where, where Instagram comes into play because then you can do all three at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, and then I think uh, Pinterest, you know, and then you can, of course, you can, you know, Pinterest is great for, for, for all those two. And, and Etsy is, is actually kind of cool too. But, um, but I just think that there seems, 
think there's a movement because I started on Facebook in 2009. So that was like a lot. Everybody I knew was on Facebook. Yeah. Now people are leaving Facebook and they're, you know, but you can still see, find them on YouTube and they're still doing live streams. Mm -hmm. um, there's Gumroad. Oh, but, yeah. 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 See, so I think there's like this move, there's movement going towards, um, there's something happening basically i think that is what's what's happening um that i'm seeing and um but then i don't know i'm not you know because i i follow uh one fantastic week those guys and they they're but they're on reddit and, and i try to to go <laughs> i tried reddit and i, I don't know it's just, i was so lost <laughs> <laughs> no no i i definitely understand the feeling like you know Sometimes it's good to go outside your lane and find another highway, but then there are other times where I'll just stick in the same highway. I know exactly where I'm going. You know, no map needed. <laughs> exactly, and that's why you know I see a few people have been posting on Facebook how they're they think that they need to learn. Um, it's time that they learn about Instagram and they learn about these other sure these, um, social media outlets and. And, and I'm in the back of my head, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, well, I think it's okay to learn it. But if you got the time to do it, then do it. But if you don't, I say it's good to focus on uh, where your primary uh, audience is at mm -hmm. and, and just work on the art, you know. And uh, and that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like I really um, – uh, so I spend my time in the mornings, um, you know, first thing in the morning when I get up, a cup of coffee, I'll go on Facebook, and then I, and then I leave it, and then I just work. And, and um and i find that that's that's been really good to do because that way i can just focus on the art on the and the work and that's where i really need to do and to get to that next tier and and to, and to evolve and, yeah. and and that's my goal you know i'd rather evolve as a as a you know as a better artist than uh and it's really helpful to be able to know how to navigate through social media and through the internet. But on the other hand, I'd rather, now that I know how to do all that, now let me focus on evolving um, this, to this next level of, of you know, of, of creativity. And then let's see what happens there, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and I don't know. I mean, I just, it's just like any other, artists you know any other creative you know we spend a lot of we spend a lot of mental um uh, time thinking about uh where we're at what we want to do and what our goals are yeah yeah and and, and you know and, and let me um and that's a good point that brings me to um something else that i think a lot of freelancers well no all freelancers think about because this is why we do it part of which is to um somehow monetize the work you know, um, you mentioned that you were doing a stock art for uh, fantasy and sci-fi. And I actually saw the site uh, where you were selling some of your work on. I think it's called RPG Now. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and I came across that. I was like, I had never heard of this, but this makes perfect sense. You know, and I was curious because, one, I never realized that there was a market as far as like that stock art. So... I looked through the page. No, I, I looked through what you had on, on your page on there and I just checked it out. And, you know, it really got me to thinking in terms of, you know, uh, monetizing because you obviously have an Etsy account. You sell stuff there too. Um, just in terms of that, um, in terms of monetizing and 
you know, um, establishing the marketplace uh, for yourself and um, and your personal work, but also the you know, stock art, you know, for RPG now. Um, how do you go about finding out new new markets, so to speak, or new sites? You know, how do you come across that information to you know kind of jump on it? Like, what do you do? You constantly search, or how do you go about that? I ask other artists. Ah, <laughs> duh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, um, um, Eric Lofgren. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one who's he's been doing this this stock art stock art for RPG now, and I've and I've been noticing that he's been posting it on his uh, on his DeviantArt page as well, and and as besides Facebook, and so I've been seeing this, and in the back of my head, it's like, well, this has been this is kind of interesting, but I, I didn't have time to, to to explore it beyond that. Yeah. And then yeah. I thought somebody sent me. Um, somebody asked, sent me an email. They asked me, um, oh, I had a discussion with him. So what I do is if I ever have a question about like a contract or, you know, you know or, or whatnot, you know, I just say, you have a question in regards to the, the business side of, of, of freelance illustration, um, I, I just go on Facebook and I send a message to somebody who I, you know, I just, I, I just post something. Mm-hmm. So I'm a member of a couple of uh, closed groups on Facebook, and uh, you know, like specifically the the women of fantastical illustration, you know, Wi-Fi group. Yeah. And um, and and then um, a couple of other pro illustration groups, which Eric was a, a member of a couple of those as well. And I'll post things on there and asking questions, and then um, one of them he just he just shot me a, a private message and we just went back and forth and and he helped me out and and I, and one of the questions I had was about um uh what's it uh, second rights or um somebody had asked about um buying a piece of artwork oh yes yeah, so somebody had sent me a message asking me about artwork that i had done um for a, a role-playing game mm-hmm. and if they could use it you know, buy like, you know, second rights or whatnot and buy it and, and if they could use it. And so I asked him about that. I said, so, you know, you do the stucker thing. Is that what this is? You know, da, da, da. And so we just went back and forth on it. And uh, and that's that's where he just said, you know, would you like to do, would you also like to be involved in this? And I will send you, um, I'll tell Steve, you know, it's the contact, our, the guy behind our RPG now and and send him your way. And there it is. And that's, that's how that came to be. And um, and it's really cool. It's just you know, it's just uh, just extra income is all it is. And, sure, sure. Yeah, and it's just so I'll just you know, right now I've been and I and if Steve's listening to if Steve's going to be listening to this. I, I know that I, I told him I was going to be sending him uh, spaceship art. Yeah. Uh, you know, just 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 spaceship stock art, and I've been working on those, and I'll be sending that those to him later on this week so i've just been creating like a little spaceship stock art and stuff because i really love doing sci-fi stuff and this is giving me an opportunity to do sci-fi work you know so um so i'll be sending in um science fiction stock art to him ah that's cool and, and you know i think that serves as an illustration no pun intended you know just in terms of you know um illustrators freelancers or anybody who's uh, a bit tepid about you know showing their particular work like you know i i think unless it's something just very extremely niche 
there's there's somebody out there that's looking for whatever your your biggest strength is and and that's almost satisfying you know to find out that yeah there's a community devoted to that type of stuff and you know is actively looking for uh, people who do that stuff very well to contribute you know so i think that that should be encouraging and you know um definitely don't make any bones about it like it it, there is definitely a lot of footwork involved, as you also, you know, mentioned with, you know, just asking a question, um, getting someone who's knowledgeable to answer the question and point you in the right direction. And, you know, even if there isn't someone like that, you know, in your um, in your artistic community online or in real life or whatnot, you can definitely find someone or actually do the legwork yourself, you know. So I think that just serves to let people know that, you know, you, there, there's, there is a market out there for what you do. But like you also said previously, a few moments ago, you have to also concentrate on making your artwork the best it can be in order to garner, you know, that type of, um, um, that type of attention and that type of work as well. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not gonna, it's amazing. The, the myriad of, of artists that are, you know, that are, are working, you know, doing freelance work right now. It's just, and it's, they run, it runs the, you know, the whole spectrum of, of, um, of skill level, mm-hmm. you know, experience and, um, as well as, you know, genre types or, or what their focus are, what their strengths are. It's just, a, it's amazing. And, uh, and, that's the thing. It's like I, I find new artists that are on, especially that are on, on DeviantArt or on Facebook, um, all the time, and and I've never heard of, but they're doing all this work for, uh, for a variety of companies that also I've never heard of. There, that's available. You know, they they have work out there for freelancers to do. Yes. And there's like tarot cards. You know, you can look and do tarot cards. And, and that well, that's the neat thing about um, that art pack site. You know their list of companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look at this enormous list, and that's only one bit of what's out there. And and I know that there's probably more experienced artists that they listen to this. They're probably going to be like rolling their eyes sure. at my naivete at, at this. And oh gosh, she's so inexperienced, she's so naive, naive about this. Look at me, she sounds so optimistic. You know, and you know how wrong. You know, that's kind of it. <laughs> you know, and I know that the the, the market is it's a t- it can be a very tough market. And it can be very daunting, and and uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of artists, but there also is is um, you know, in a way, there there isn't a really a, a, a there isn't a glut of artists either. So there's there's new opportunities out there, and it's like that in that um, that documentary um, uh, making it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it William Stout said? Um, was it William Stout? Was it, yeah, I think it was William Stout. He said, "Oh, the market is is." totally changing it's because it's completely changed it's it's and it has been changing you know and and it's it's up to it's up to the um, artists that are out there now to to you know grab a hold take advantage of these changes rather than uh, you know just keep staying at you know remaining at the status quo mm-hmm. and uh, keeping things the same or, or whatnot you know and 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 um and it is it's an ever-changing market and that that well, it's been ever changing, especially in the last decade. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean, because there's all these new companies coming into the fold. I just did work for um, what Tail Kiss Studios, um, and 
and I never heard of them until Art Pack, and um, and just for just for kicks and giggles, I sent in sample artwork, and then I didn't hear anything back from them, and and then um, I think like a month later, I get this email that um, I was part of a bunch of new bunch of with a bunch of other artists of this new project of theirs, and um, it's like furry. Erotica. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I was like, hey, there's a market for that? Sure, okay, I'll do the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the most, some of the most, prof- they acted the most professional. <laughs> it was fun. It was really, it was a lot of fun. And um, and then I got the email back that, hey, I'm part of the, this, you know, their stable of, of return artists. So they're going to come back to me. They have a cool. new project coming in the pipe and they're going to come back to me for it. So yeah, so I mean, there's like all these, you know, but it's just searching and spending the time and just being really enthusiastic about your work and knowing that, you know, it's being aware of all these, these, these being aware of the business side etiquette of, of being a freelancer, but also knowing that it's always a sense of discovery and, and just being rather fearless. I think we had, there was a, um, a thread in the women's and fantastical illustration um, site, and it was about being fearless with your art and how maybe the, you know the male side, the, you know the guys seem to be really fearless about their work, throwing their work out there, and we, you know, as women, we seem not to be so much and whatnot. And I think it's a matter of just I think I think that can happen on either either gender gender. Absolutely. I, yeah, and just just throw your work out there, and and I and I and I sound so enthusiastic about it right now, but oh boy, do I sit at home and and you know ask Poe, and he just has to you know throw he has to throw things. I mean, just send your work in, just you know, <laughs> send it in. You know, it's good enough. Just send it in. You know, and but it takes you know he you know it takes that voice you know to get you to do it and just do it and just know that. Um, you know, yes, it is. When you hear from other more established pros, that it's yes, it's it's now it's a changing market. And I also I also um, come from a comic book background. Yeah. So not a fantasy art, and it's very different industries. Mm. And I've taken what I've learned from the comic book guys, and and in gals, and I've taken what they, just talking with them and whatnot, what they have taught me, and taken that into the the fantasy side and of the for, for freelancing and then i and then uh and it, which is really funny because it's nobody would really think it was that different of a market but it really kind of is oh yeah two different worlds totally yes yeah and people don't realize that but it really is <laughs> and um uh, but you can learn from all these markets and i and i also take what i i also ask um, friends of mine that have nothing to do with um, freelance illustration, but mm-hmm. they have, um, but they're, but they run, but they're uh, entrepreneurs and freelancers on other industries, and um, and I ask them their opinion of like like Patreon. I ask them their opinion on Patreon. Yeah. And I know I started a Patreon thing, but um, I haven't really had time to to you know, massage it to work with it because I've been busy with all these other projects and with, I mean, you really have to, that has to be your focus. Yeah. And, um, and so what I did, I, I had a, uh, 
get together with a few of these friends um, last month. And um, they, um, I showed them, was it, um, was it Saki Machan, her stuff? Well, she's making like, what, 30000 every two weeks? $30,000? Yes. Every two what? Weeks. Yeah. Saki Machan. And, um, and then I showed them a couple other Patreon um, uh, creators that I follow. Because mm-hmm. um, I went on there and I just started bookmarking um, Patreon pages to, yeah. so I could ask for research. And hers was one. But when I bookmarked her, she was making, she was only, quote unquote, only in the, what was it? Um, I think at, the, at that point it was 5000 every two weeks. And then, of course, in a, in a month a month later, she's like, 30,000 every two weeks. But sure, her stuff is very specific. Like, like what, like, I never said what I was about to ask. Like, what, what type of work does she do? It's, um, it's, okay, so this was what's really nice about asking people not part of the industry their opinions. Mm-hmm. Because they totally saw it. So, I showed them her page, and they went, oh my god. You know, plus, they're gamers, too. So they play, you know, they're, they, um, they play role-playing games. Yeah. So. And um, they have D and D nights and everything, so they know that part of the industry, but not uh, the creative side. But um, they totally caught it. So I was like, "Oh my god, look!" She's like thirty thousand every two weeks, and they and they, and they go, "Oh, totally," because it's she does not save for work um, fan art, mm. so, and it's in it's in like in a, the little the uh, the different um, award um, tiers. Yeah. And um, so, and then they, they looked at a couple of the other people that, um, other fantasy artists that are doing pretty well um, on, on, all the, on over there. And, um, and they said, okay, so here's, you know, here's what we would advise. Maybe you should look into doing this since this is what your interest is, this. Do this type of thing and then say, you know, if you're going to, you know, allow, allow the, not safe for work options for these tiers and they, they and they go we would totally do that because um, um, they totally see the market for that yeah 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 and so and that's cool okay i'm thinking about i don't know i don't know if i want to go that, that route but that that's you know they also give me other advice um about how to go about patreon and whatnot how to set up things they you know yeah, since then, and uh, and they they've Yeah, and, and and you know, I think 
oftentimes, you know, as uh, creatives and artists, you know, if, if you think about it in a certain way, often our perceived audience or our imaginary audience is by an audit of our peers. Whether that occurs or not, you know, that's for someone else to say. Instead of asking someone who knows nothing about the creative process, nothing, all they know is the product that comes out. If you were to show them this and not say anything else, like, hey, take a look at this picture. What do you think? Is this something that you would buy? They're going to give you the more honest answer because they're part of that consumer base, you know, so it's definitely important, you know, to consider that, you know, as, as, you know, um, as a possible, you know, proving ground or, or, or test, test subject when you're, you know, thinking about doing this stuff, you know, and, and you know, you brought up your Patreon and I was going to mention that as one of my last questions. Um, yeah, you launched the Patreon. Was it early this year or late last year with the um, the the witch the the witch pinups? Yeah, the horror the horror icon pinups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I when you launched your Patreon, I was like, oh, okay, this is really interesting because the, the pieces are really good. Like, you know, I I was looking them over again, and I and I have them saved on my computer too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love horror, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a film, film junkie, but I mean, I, I, I really love horror, I like everything about horror. And I, and it's a matter of, you know, it's like the, the time when, a, you know, our, the artist sits down and really sits down and does some soul searching. Like, what is it that you really like? And it's like, well, I really like science fiction. Mm-hmm. And I really like horror. And I mean, I like fantasy, but you know what? I really, really like science fiction. And I really, 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 really like horror. Well, uh, if I wanted to, draw anything just you know the first thing what you know just for me what would it be it would be i love doing pinup work and so why not combine you know pinup with horror and uh and so that's what these came about as and um and plus they were just i don't know i just wanted to do something that i really want you know personal work that i really enjoy doing yeah and uh, and drawing elements also that um, I don't get to draw, that I don't get asked to draw, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, it was good practice. So, you know, I, you know, I've never, I've never painted up a green witch before. And yeah. I, I've never, I don't think I've, I haven't, I don't do a lot of dragons. And um, I do, I've never drawn up a, a, you know, I've painted up a red demon once. Um, and then I've, uh, uh, I've never, I've never painted, drawn up a, a vampire before. And so, you know, these, so I just, so I just think of elements I like, like in horror mm-hmm. and characters I like, you know, in horror and, um, and then just think of all these elements that I would like to be able to draw and, um, and there, and that's how I put this stuff together. And then I thought maybe you know at first I want to do something science fiction for a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I might do that. You know, uh, I did that afternoon coffee piece, and that was um, supposed to be that originally was supposed to be for a Patreon because I really wanted to do a science fiction one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and just do like science fiction wallpapers, and um, and just you know and, and things like that. And that's what my my friends were, uh, 
that we're telling them to say, oh, yeah, I totally do wallpapers and we would totally buy that, but you know, just do like not safe for work stuff every so often too. And we would totally buy that too. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was like, okay, whatever, dude. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so then I, I just really wanted to do something because I think Patreon is, because uh, uh, when, I, when I first started looking at Patreon, when it first started, Patreon started like a uh, year and a half ago. And that's where it came into my radar, and I started watching over. And that's where it was just comic book or comics, yep, and music videos mm-hmm. that were doing well on Patreon. Like that one guy was like doing what ten thousand, getting ten thousand um, every two weeks for for um, an online comic, hmm. and uh, and he was like the big Patreon hero and whatnot, but. Uh, but then um, all these uh, various other artists started co- appearing on Patreon, and no, they weren't doing very well in the beginning, but now they are. And so the market's open on Patreon, so it's expanded. So it has, um, you know, uh, all these fantasy uh, or various genre artists are all, are there, and um, and so the I think the the market. Like in anything else on social media, the market's changing. So that's what's happening on Patreon, and um, and then uh, all these big uh, Patreon pages, like you know the thirty thousand every two weeks, and there's like there's making eighteen thousand every you know every month, and and I think Erica Moen is she's there and she's making she's you know she's making doing really well there now too. So I think as long as these these big money um, folks are there on Patreon. It's it's get it's gaining interest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the like today I just got my um, my exploding kitten the the exploding kittens Kickstarter. Um, <laughs> I arrived today, and which I'm really excited about the the card game because yeah. they they hit what it was like over uh, was it over two million. For their Kickstarter. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. Yeah, so oh my God! You know they just well. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I started watching them their first twenty four hours, and they were just ticking into they they hit a million, and I think it was ten million. Did they make ten or twelve million? I think is what they made Gosh. on their Kickstarter. But uh, people would th- would think, oh God, you know that's just you know people would lose interest in any Kickstarter. No, it it it, it created builds the market on Kickstarter because that's what's been happening. All these huge Kickstarters are building the market and creating interest. And so that's what's happening on, on Patreon. So it's just um, it's just a fascinating time with, with um, all these new avenues for artists to actually start you know, making a living with their art. And that's what it's allowing. And um, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, I don't want to sound like that, that, that fortune could be, it's interesting times, but it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Man. All right. Well, well, one of the last questions, in fact, I think make sure. Yeah, I think this is my last question. Um, in, in terms of uh, you were speaking earlier about, um, your process and in terms of wanting to get better, you know, at your craft and so forth. Um, when, when did you make the transition in terms of, um, traditional illustration, like with, you know, actual, you know, tools and paints and stuff for your assignments and embrace like digital painting? 
because your 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 digital painting is just like it, it's incredible. I, I've I've come I've commented on it, commented it on it. I don't know why I'm trying to get proper here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've commented on it like several times. You know, and you know when you you'll come out with the piece and you know it just looks you know really spectacular. Um, and like you really have a unique you know um, approach as far as like your digital painting. Um, and, and obviously now you use it for every assignment because the marketplace is almost demanding it in terms of, you know, the, the not just the speed, but also the execution of it. And thereafter being able to use it in a, uh, at a variety of ways, you know, in a variety of other, you know, ancillary uses. Um, how, how did you make that transition? And you know, how did you take to it to where it's like you're, you got comfortable with it to make that like your primary delivery, you know, option, so to speak. Um, well, I, I, um, I was first told that I should consider, um, a digital, you know, just solely digital, um, I don't know, ten, over 10 years ago when, uh, like when I met Lee, you know, Lee Moyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and cause he was like, oh, you, you, cause at the time I would, I would, I was still drawing and painting and then uh, scanning it in. Mm-hmm. And because I just felt like, you know, like a lot of artists, even to this day, are saying as they say it's like it's cheating, you know. And I, I felt like I was cheating myself out of, the, out of a process if I was to go full on digital. And then, um, then I, um, then I got a a, a, a Wacom. You know, I got Intuos three, which yes. I I still use to this day. My my trusty Intuos three tablet. And, um, and then I just, and then got Painter and it had Photoshop, but, um, uh, or upgraded my Photoshop and then I, and I got Painter and I just sat down and just, I don't know, it was just trial and error, just like anything else. And I, I just sat down and knew that that was my goal. And I just basically did like, uh, like training for a competition. <laughs> no, seriously, I just sat down and took it. To, to, like training for a competition I am go- this is what I want to do and this, I need to do this 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 and this to get to this point and so that's what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what I did and 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 um, and I stu- and I studied um, artists better than me sure start talking to artists better than me um, and just and it's just been this this step-by-step process uh, over the last the last several years, and um, and start doing challenges and and um, entering um, work at things like that, you know, like the ballistic publishing that call for artists for their books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, start doing that, and um, and then was, besides that, you know, just um, working on getting published because I know that. Um, I know that that would ultimately make me better is by seeing, uh, by getting work published. Right, right. Now, now let me ask you this in addition to that, uh, Patricia. With, um, I guess, the advent of digital now really taking over as almost, if not the primary, you know, delivery, you know, format that most publishers and most clients prefer now, uh, I think a lot of people have been hesitant, a lot of artists, I should you know, say, have been, you know, hesitant to make that leap totally because one of the arguments, which in my experience now, I felt the same way, but now I don't as much anymore, 
the the loss of a physical artifact, the loss of a physical product that you could sell on the aftermarket. Like you were mentioning earlier about, you know, uh, the comic book industry being very different. It's different in a lot of ways. And I think one of the things that makes it different is in terms of artists being able to, you know, do pages both digitally and physically now, but there are still some artists that are holding out and still doing, you know, the pages physically uh, because there, there are some things that, you know, you can do on a printed page, well, not a printed page, but on an original that you can't necessarily do digital. And plus also too, it's the whole aspect of, Hey, I did this page, I got it published and now it's mine and I can use this as some ancillary income. Whereas with digital, yes, you can make prints and so forth um, and monetize that way. But, you know, what was that ever an issue with you in terms of maybe not having a physical original to sell, you know, especially as a, as a budding freelancer or, you know, whenever you made that, that leap? Yeah, well, I, I didn't, you know, the thing is it never, I never even thought about that when I started. Mm. Um, especially when I start doing the work for like the brewery and, 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 and so forth you know, recently, because um, that's not their concern. You know, their concern is that the work is done. Yeah. You know, and, 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 um, and that's, that's the primary concern. So, you know, so it's not my concern. And I think the, the I think the, for when it, when in regards to not, there not being an original with, with digital art, that comes to about, and that's in the back of my head. It's about leaving a legacy. I mean, what do I want to leave behind? Um, because I mean, how how mu how much of this art that all of us digital arts, you know, how much of it is it going to be around, you know, years from now? Mm -hmm. You know, because because um, there's ways of, of of storage, but you know, we know that with DVD or with you know CDs or discs. You know that it's that stuff. It's not. It's not permanent. I mean, there's there's a. It's not. I, that stuff is is not permanent by any means. And even like the hard, you know, various external hard drives and da da da. We could try storing cloud via the cloud or whatever. Um, but that's probably that's probably the biggest thought in the back of my head. But here's the thing. You know, if I if I have a problem with it, then you know, if I feel like I have a problem with it, then I can just go across over. Um, the next steps desk over in my studio and sit down and just punch out some drawings on paper. <laughs> right. You know, cause I have that choice. I think every artist has that choice. Um, even the ones that who are working in digital, you know, cause we, 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 can, we can do that. You know, we have that choice, but uh, so the choice is always there. The option is will always be there for us. But I tell you this working in digital has made me a better artist traditionally mm, mm -hmm. so it kind of goes hand in hand and I know that there's been a couple of very public rants by a few um, very well-known artists one in particular is a, a hero of mine mm -hmm. and calling digital art you know shite because of, of that primarily because of that fact but just saying that you know yeah it made, but it was referring to as being a sort of a cheating and, and it's not not real art because there's no yeah because there's no original and da 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 you know but you know I just think that's a that's kind of like a I don't know I just think that's kind of a weak art argument 
there's some fantastic artists who have never done anything else but digital. I mean, and I don't, I mean, everybody looks up to Craig Mullins. Right, yeah. Oh, I mean, the guy's freaking incredible. Um, and then, you know, my friend, in, you know, Craig Spearing, I mean, he, he does digital, and he doesn't, he doesn't worry about this. If I asked him one time, what do you think of it? Because I don't care about that. You hmm. know, I, he just, just does the work. And, and that's what it comes down to, is just doing the work and, and whatnot. But, um, and, and just improving yourself as an, as an artist and you, doing what tools. It's just another tool. It's like uh, not too long ago, people were debating whether or not acrylic was a, was, you know, acrylic painter. I mean, are you really a painter if you don't paint in, in oils? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that, that, that was not, that argument still remains. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, so that's why it's like, we can just start, we can just stop arguing about this and just realize we're all artists. And we're all, we all want to just create really, really good, memorable pieces of artwork and, and meet deadlines. That concludes this episode of Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson. Any feedback or comments are always appreciated. You can email the show at artistproofpodcast at gmail.com. Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson is a production of Inazuma Studios, LLC. Copyright 2015.